You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Welcome back, everybody. We are here for episode five of We Live in Color. I'm Deontay Damper, your host. And I have to tell y'all, I had the most amazing weekend. Before we get into our guests, I had the most amazing weekend. Kirk, can you show a little bit of that footage, please? When I tell you Alki Beach Pride showed up and showed out, it's like a special shout out to Jolie and Stacy. They put together along with their staff, they put together an amazing event full of hope, love. And when I tell you I ain't worked so hard in so long, I had I had to go home a little bit early because I just had such an amazing time. Now, now we got a couple of pictures too. I want to shout out to my girl, Dominique. Um, shout out to the Alive and Free organization, Pocan, um, Gay City. We were outside, y'all, and it felt so good to be out there on the block with community. Shout out to Anthony, too, and happy birthday to my friend, Miss Lynn. Um, we had so much fun. Now, today, we do have an amazing guest, um, and I can say, I can give him so many different introductions. Um, ED of Pocan, um, ED of Pacific Northwest Pride, um, but I'm happy to call him friend. Welcome, Stephen Sawyer. How are you? Hello. Thank you, Deontay. How are you today? I'm doing blessed. Now, before we get into Pocan as a whole and specific Northwest Pride, who is Stephen Sawyer? Where are you from? Because you're Alabama, right? Louisiana, Louisiana. actually. All yeah, right, so okay. I'm a Southern boy, I was close. right? Uh, <laughs> born and raised in Louisiana. I am a fourth generation preacher. Uh, you know, at the heart of all I do really is community. And so... Uh, yeah, that's me. Okay. Now you said. Uh, now you briefly said it. So we'll actually we'll touch on that for a second. So you you came here and you, did you automatically start working for Pocan or how did that? Navigate? No. So I you know I came here um, twenty some odd years ago. Uh, <laughs> really, uh, my brother had moved up here. He had went to school and finished school, and it's my godbrother. And he said, "Hey, you have some great opportunities. You might want to come up here. You know, help you finish school." Uh, and so I transitioned, uh, and it was supposed to be temporary because I, I had left Atlanta, moved back home for a little while, and was going to, like, take a chill pill, and I was going to go back to Atlanta. Okay. Uh, but I got here and really started doing work, you know. And, you know, for me, my family is just big about community service and, and being in community. So when I got here, I sought out, you know, where is community? Who's doing what? You know, where are people that look like me? Uh, and for that, it was Spokane. So at that time, we had a Tacoma office, and they yeah. were doing movie nights. Uh, and so Autry Bell invited me to one of their movie nights. And we'll be talking to that brother in a second. But Pocan, 35 years in community. 35 years. Yeah. Yes. Such such a blessing uh, to this community. And I am so, uh, you know, just overwhelmed and elated to be able to be able to do this work and to do this work with the history yeah. and the legacy that the agency holds. Everywhere I go... Someone has a story about Pocan. Either they worked for Pocan or they had family that was serviced by Pocan. And they talk about, you know, how rich and how meaningful it is to community both then and now. Okay. And what, and for people who don't know, right, what is Pocan? 
So POCAN is uh, formerly known as People of Color Against AIDS Network, is really a community service, social service agency. It started out doing HIV work uh, in communities of color, particularly when the virus began to migrate in communities of color and there was nobody addressing those issues. And so it was kind of a for us, by us agency. Uh, and it's but it's grown. So we do um, everything now from senior medical mobile services. We service every senior citizen center in King County and provide those mobile services at senior citizen centers uh, to, to better educate and inform and to serve right our seniors. Uh, we have a youth program, our restore, which is a restorative justice program, working with youth in schools, doing in school diversion program. I mean, we have the whole host of different things. We have an, an HIV testing and STI testing clinic. Uh, prep clinic, yeah. So it's a whole host of services now. So, so I heard community resource, also wellness, also prevention, and I don't think that we talk enough about prevention. And while working um, in that segue, right? What made you, Audrey Bell and Miss Olivet, come up with the, the idea for like, hey, let's let's have a specific pride because there have been other black. Pride events, right? Yeah. So, you know, Pacific Northwest Black Pride really was birthed out of a rich uh, heritage and history, we say. Uh, we weren't the first. There was Seattle Black Pride that went on to be uh, Emerald City Black Pride and uh, now Pacific Northwest Black Pride. Uh, so we really do stand on the shoulders of those individuals who launched those great um, opportunities, but they did their work in their time. And now it's our time to do our part, right, to keep that that history moving. You know, for me, particularly having coming from the South and being rich and deep in community, um, one thing that I noticed here, and particularly with gentrification, right, it pushes us to the margins, and we don't often have a place to call community, right? And so for me, that was at the heart of why I felt like we needed this organization, right, that we needed something that helped create a place of space and community for us, specifically for Black people. I know that we, a lot of times, we get into this word BIPOC, but BIPOC can also be excluding in the sense that it, it, it will take away from exclusive spaces, right, that address issues that only black folks understand and other black queer people will know well even with doing this work right because it has to be a challenge and i have to ask you a personal question i know we just got started but you're also a pastor so how does <laughs> like you know you know how they say right so so were there any like how did you feel going into that so no confliction for me, right? I am an out gay affirming minister. I'm a part of the United Progressive Pentecostal Church Fellowship, which is a national fellowship. Actually, I'm on um, what we call their general board. I'm a bishop on the board. Uh, and so really no conflict. It really marries uh, the work, right? Most of the work that I do at POCAN, I look at, at as ministry. The work that I do in Black Pride also I feel as ministry, right? What better ministry than connect community and to create a place called there for folks where their voices and their issues and their concerns can all be heard. And then we can work together for solutions. No, amen to that. So God is for me. <laughs> and when we come back, we'll actually talk a little bit more about Pacific Northwest Pride. You are watching We Live in Color with Deontay Damper. Guess what, you guys? Portland Hip Hop Week is August 20th through 27th, and Converge Media is proud to be an official partner. Of course, it's your buddy Basil Gordon here, and you already know the Converge team is literally going to head south on I-5 to celebrate hip hop culture in the Rose City. Portland Hip Hop Week is literally jam-packed with dope events, including the Hip Hop Skate Party, hosted by DJ OG1, Hip Hop Wine and Chill at the Abbey Creek Winery. There's also a DJ workshop hosted by Grand Wizard 
Theodore, and let's not forget Portland Hip Hop Week's biggest night, the 2022 Star Wars. And this year, they're celebrating women in hip hop. You can get more information by visiting bdxhiphopweek.com. And of course, you can head over to my blog at jamin1075.com. Just search BASA. Hey, y'all. My name is Nicole Harvey, and I proudly serve as the Director of Community and Family Engagement at Seattle Jazz Ed. And I'm here to let y'all know that we're getting to launch our fall programming the first week of October. So if you're a student or you know a student between the grades 4 through 12 that is interested in playing music, whether they're a beginner or they've been playing for a long time, we have saved a seat for you. For more information, please visit our website at www.seattlejazzed.org. All of our programs and classes are offered on a sliding scale tuition policy, which means that families get to choose what they pay, no questions asked. We also have free loaner instruments available for every student to use. If you have questions, you're welcome to contact us via email or by phone at programs at seattlejazzed.org or 206-324-5299. Lastly, we just want to let you all know that we're hosting a blog party on Thursday, August 25th from 5 to 8 p.m. There's going to be free food, music, and it's going to be a really good time. So for more information, please visit our website. You can also check it out on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Thanks, y'all. Hope to see you soon. Basically, fam, believe in giving. Like, we have to be willing to give more. And people seem to always think giving means money. But nah, bro. It's like you can give time. You can give understanding. You can give access. You can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents. But you just got to give. And we're back. Welcome back to We Live in Color. And I'm here with one uh, one of three of my guests, Stephen Sawyer. Thank you. Yeah. So well, we were talking about giving, right? So what was it like starting that first year of Pacific Northwest Pride? Wow. Wow. So we're, we're five years old. This is our fifth year anniversary. That first year, we really just kind of pulled it out of the hat, right? We didn't know where the money was coming from. We didn't know how we we're going to make it. You know, And oftentimes, our our traditional prides, right, have big resources, they have big donors, big sponsors, they give dollars $50,000 uh, very easily to pride. And it takes that and more to help really do a, a good pride. Um, but we just we just pulled on community and community came through, right? So people started giving, they started donating, they started donating their time. You were there donating your time. I, definitely, I was definitely there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is definitely um, memorable. You know, and so it it came together, uh, and you know, you know, then we start going to, uh, you know, some workshops and getting some information about how to do it better, how to, you know, and so it's grown. And I want to, while we're still talking here, I do want to make sure I'm shouting out Mike and Isaac and both the Kings, Dwayne and Trey. And if I'm missing Dominique, um, and if I'm missing anybody, I'm sorry, but I just remember that year and even the second year, right? Um, and I just want to tell this small story. Do you remember we tried to we rented out a place and when we rented out the place for the for the ball, right, we couldn't get the ball. So we ended up having the ball in a fu- funeral home. <laughs> yes, community came through again. Right. So we, we we rented this place. We did the down payment, got there and there was some permit or something she needed around the liquor. And she was like, no, I'm not gonna let y'all have it here. And so. We, we pivoted real quick 
and was able to one of our friends came through who has a funeral home you, you know say who, but thank you very yeah. much <laughs> and so and the space wasn't built out and so we just turned it into a ball right but that's what we are as community right we're resilient right and so often you know i think that's a big issue too or a big difference right when we look at traditional prides you know our traditional prides have really become this big celebration this big party but for black prides it's more than just that right it, it is really about helping to bring resources to community when you think about you know black gay men are still one in possibility of one and two being positive when you think about our our youth homeless youth when you think about L, right lgbtq homeless youth most of those are black and brown uh when you think about those being affected by monkey pops and by COVID 19 that's running in our community and we're more disproportionately affected by those things. And so these kinds of events can help address some of those issues and some of the stuff we'll be talking about. And, this and, and absolutely. And we'll get into that too. I just have to ask this question, um, you know, as a person that's worked in community and I've watched all these other prides, right? Um, what is the, 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 how does it feel to know that you're a lot of the work that you all do working for advocating for black and BIPOC community members. You put in a lot of work and then you see these other entities get so much more support that aren't black, right? Um, how does that feel? How does that, how does that feel? And I mean, and I'm saying that I'm not trying to get you in trouble with yeah, no yeah. grants, but I think that, <laughs> I think that what's really important is that people need to hear what that looks like. Cause I mean, you put in the work, for people to show up, people show up and show out. Right. You know, right. Well, you know, for me, I, it's all about doing the work, right? So we put our head to the ground and we do the work. Uh, I think at the end of the day, the people know the difference. Mm. Um, you know, I think, you know, when we think about uh, communities of color and particularly black communities, right? Because we're not just talking about communities, we're talking about black folks, right? Uh, only black people can talk for black people. And so I don't care who you are or who you may think you are. At the end of the day, we know our experience. What, you know, our, our theme this year is really, I identify, we unify less black pride, right? And it's about understanding that first, we come together and there's that identity yes. that we share as black queer folk, right? That we don't even have to say something. We can give a look across the room and you kind of know what I feel because uh, you've been through certain experiences and we share, right? And so there's a shared experience that we have uh, that nobody else can speak to if they're not black. Yeah. Uh, and so we, you know, we invite everybody, right? It's open to everybody, but this is really being curated for black folk, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's much needed, particularly here in the Pacific Northwest. So, you know, and then it's really about bringing unity, bringing us together to be, to be unified around our own issues, our own circumstances, and then celebrating each other, right? And patting each other on the back and telling each other, you know, how, how wonderful we are and all of the black excellence that's in our community and that we can do what we need to do, even if we have to do it by ourselves. That's a word. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this and I'll be asking other people. What do you want your legacy? What do you want this legacy to be here? I know I heard the Unify. I know the theme. But what do you what would you want this legacy to be? You know, really, I want it to be known as a staple in community that's helped to really galvanize our community and bring us together to respond to whatever issues that may come up. Right. I know that we come out for the parties and we turn up. But really, Black Pride is more than that. It really is about us addressing the issues that are in our community so that we can find solutions. Right. And I appreciate you for that. When we come back, we'll be speaking to Autry Bell. Um, we're, you're watching We Live in Color here at Converge.
Oh, you better say a speech. I love that. I love hearing that. Um, you are watching We Live in Color. I'm Deontay Damper. And my next guest, Pocan has been around for 35 years. But when we talk about people that are essential to Pocan, this man is at with 20 plus, close to 20 years, I believe, Autry Bell. Hi, Autry. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So can you tell us a little bit more? I know we, we had a little bit of history of how Specific Northwest Prize started, but how did you get started in this? Um, well, I got started um, a few years ago in the 90s. Um, my One of my foster brothers um, was dying of AIDS in the hospital. And that's kind of when I found out about HIV and AIDS and, and what it was. So I was just coming fresh from a country town in Texas. Um, and so I got involved in uh, Brother to Brother at the time. Okay. What is Brother to Brother? Brother Brother was a, a social group that was back in the 80s and 90s, and they did um, social events and helped people that were living with HIV and AIDS and supported them uh, through the process. Um, it was a um, kind of like a community um, gathering they would have and talks and um, conversations, weekly conversations about different issues. And what, what I loved about what I heard about Brother to Brother is like when we think about all these other community resources and all these grants that are all coming out, right? But y'all were literally building the grants with the work that you were doing at no cost. What was what was it like being a part of Brother to Brother? I know how Pocan was, but I know it's the same thing, but okay. what was it like? Yeah, so um, Brother to Brother was uh, birthed out of Pocan and it was like a group, they were sister to sister and Brother to Brother. Um, it, it was like the thing to do back in the day because, um, you know, there was no cell phones, really, uh, no cell phones at all. So you go out and you did social events, um, parties, they did fundraisers. And like I said, they kind of helped out families. There was always a drive for Easter and a drive for Thanksgiving. Something was always going on. So and um, the parties, you know, they had the um, what's the big one they do for the um Oh, shoot. Which one is it? Come on, I'll help you. Uh, <laughs> Oscar party. So that, okay. was, that was a big okay. fundraiser every year. So oh, wow. that was a big thing to do back in the day. Um, and yeah. I, what, I, what I've always loved, and I've worked with you for a long time, but one of the things about it is that, um, that I've loved working with you and what you do is that you bring a lot of that. That I wasn't a part of Brother to Brother, but you bring that essence of being so supportive um, to community. So for you to segue into Pacific Northwest Pride, what has that experience been like for you? Um, that experience has been a little, a little different, kind of being more in the lead and then being a brother, brother, as you were, there was already other people and you were like more of a follower. So now it's more of a um, leadership position, which is a little harder, some more work. Um, um, and I mean, you try to do stuff for the community and try not to disappoint them so that the point is it's um it's totally different actually if you look at it from back in the day till now um i think community is a little bit harder to reach now because of social media mm -hmm. somewhat it's a, it's a blessing and it's a curse at the same yeah. time do you do you are there certain moments that you think back in the day of are there certain people that you think about back in the day that that kind of bring you back back to that specific memories, any name? Oh yeah, there's, I mean, there's some people that have passed. Um, there's people like the the founder, I guess you were the guy that did it was, um, somebody help me, Cass Jones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And um, Cass Jones. Raymond Dumas. Raymond Dumas. Of course. Yes. Um, I had a picture sitting right by him <laughs> at, at my desk. 
Um, and there's um, a lot of folks that are still alive now. You got uh, Derek Harris, um, Leonard Dawson. Um, um, can't think of some more names, but that, yeah, there's no, a few no, of them. No, yeah. that's good. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I just, I, I think the, the reason why I asked that is because as you're creating this, people will be saying the same thing about you too. So what are the, what's one of the highlights from specific Northwest Pride that we can look forward to? Um, one of the highlights of this year? Yeah. What are you looking forward to? I'm most? looking forward to just seeing um, people at the park and the parties and just saying that they enjoy their time. And, and, and we get that a lot. Um, just um, enjoying yourself and learning education is some of the big things. People always learn stuff when it comes to workshops and they really enjoy those. Can you so, tell us a little bit more about those workshops? Certainly. Um, specifically, specific one or all of them? Specific one, some of them, all of them. Okay. You don't have to go through the whole <laughs> schedule. We're going to get to that in a second. Okay. He's um, shy, y'all. He's one of my favorite shy people, and I'm so happy that I got him on. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. So I guess one of the things we've done this year is we are doing something for trans men that we usually haven't done in the past. Um, so I think we're, I'm excited for that myself. Yeah. Um, it's called Eden's Garden. They're going to come up and sh show a trailer and then talk about their experience with the film and then life. So I'm excited about that. So the first time we're doing something with trans men, we've always done something for trans women, but this time it's specifically giving them some space for trans men. That is great. So I'm excited about that. Okay. And I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked, Stephen. What, what legacy would you like to leave behind for community doing this? Um, that, I don't know, but the Pacific Black, Northwest Black Pride was... Um, a stepping stone or was there to support them in whatever they were going through at the time. And hopefully it was something that helped them enrich their lives. Yeah. And you have done that for me. So I appreciate you. And when we come back, we will have Miss Olivet Foster. She is so happy to be here. Y'all, <laughs> y'all are watching. We live in color with Deontay Damper. Hey there, it's Trey Holiday, And of course, Beta and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab an item. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. They have some of the most unique bags, shoes, and accessories. I mean, the whole shebang. It's always a good time when I get to shop with my girl, Basa. Make sure you go check out Market Street Shoes, y'all, and you too can walk out with some dope gear. And we're back. We're, you're watching We Live in Color with Deontay Damper. And I'm here with my guest, my sister friend, my everything, Miss Olivet Foster. Ah, how you doing? I'm doing really, really great. Now, Olivet, yes. how long have you been working um, with the entity of POCAN and how long have you been working with Pride? Okay, so with POCAN, actually, um, I started out um, because I'm a uh, substance use disorder professional. So I started at um, Stonewall, um, which was a um, drug and alcohol treatment center on Broadway. And so um, the public health department asked me to do a contract working specifically with people who were um, suffering from HIV and AIDS. So by way of Bailey Boucher House, I ran into Alia Messiah, um, who works for POCAN. And so working with her and um, working with the different clients, um, I met Phyllis Little, who was then at the time the executive director. And she saw my work and she hired me. Okay, see, that is beautiful. And <laughs> I just want to confirm, because, you know, we kind of talk about this a lot in all the areas of Converge. What area of Seattle are you from? 
Um, I'm originally from um, Central District, okay. uh, born and raised. Okay, born and raised, um, so, Central District. Yes. Yeah. Um, I currently now live in the South End. As, okay. See, as, now she's well, in the South End. Did you hear that? Oh, 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 oh ain't here now. <laughs> so I just wanted to just make sure. But I, I think that um, what have you watched as a, as, a, as a black lesbian woman in our community? What have you, is there, is there, ha, have you seen any differentiation? Different, uh, how can I put this? Is it, <laughs> do you feel that there's any neglect? There's a neglect towards the black lesbian community towards pride events because usually they're mirrored towards like, 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 black men, yeah, and, or black, yeah. black trans well, women or trans men. Well, you know, back when I was, I was when they first got started and they started the first um, black pride, it was actually started by a lesbian. So there was quite a, you know, a big connection right then. But nowadays, yeah, it's kind of a little bit kind of separated. Um, I feel that maybe Alki Pride is more for the female population than Pacific Northwest Black Pride. But they are trying to be more inclusive. Um, this year, they're more inclusive than ever. Yeah. And, you know, I just like getting out and doing things. So, you yeah. know, I don't mind joining stuff and being in the background. I don't really like being in the forefront. But she, but, <laughs> now, she is so happy to be here, though. I'm so happy. But I am I so happy to be here today. No. <laughs> so so even now, what is one of the things, what are one of the uh, events that you're looking forward to towards this event? I uh, think um, I'm I'm curious about the um, the Eden workshop. Okay. Because, yeah, most of, of my connection has been with um, trans women, never with the trans man. So it's going to be kind of educational for me and a little different. So, yeah, I'm kind of awesome. excited about that. Now, I know that Autry self-proclaimed was a part of Brother to Brother. Yes. But I, I also would like to know, what was it like working back in the day with the, with, with the sister to sister group? Actually, it was fun. I mean, you know, we did a lot of community work. So we did a lot of... Um, we would do food drives. Um, we did back to school supplies, you know, for the community. Um, so we did a lot of different activities. Uh, we socialized as well. We also did, you know, some combination events with Brother to Brother. So, it, yeah, it was really fun back then. And how was it kind of getting back into, as Autry said, like, you know, kind of being more advanced than other people with how to organize? Because I know I know specifically I've worked with you, so I know you'd be like, I'm getting my stuff out the way and then supporting us little ones along the way. But what has that process been like? Uh, because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're a matriarch of helping start this as well. So what what has that process been like for you? Um, it's actually been a learning process because when, when I first started with them, I didn't know anything about anything, you know, and so I've learned a lot. I've learned how to put stuff together. I've learned how to order stuff, you know. So, you know, I enjoy because I like learning stuff all the time. The more I learn, the better I feel. Yeah. I can honestly say if you need somebody to get you a license or, <laughs> or, or get, a, get a tape, uh, get the, what was that, the fence, that chain mm -hmm. fence. Yep. I just uh, remember that the most, but above all else, um, what type of legacy do you like to leave behind for community members here for specific Northwest Black Pride? Oh, legacy. Uh, ooh, I never even think about that kind of stuff. Well, it's important, sister. Just, just that, you know, I was able to help somebody just like I was helped through, you know, the different things that I've gone through in my life. You know, my biggest thing is, is helping people. And, and that's what I like to do. So if I can be, you know, leave a legacy that, yeah, she helped me and I did something for somebody that helped them move them forward, then that's the legacy I want to leave. 
you know you've done that for me. So I appreciate you. (laughs) When we come back, we will have our We Live in Color tribute. You are watching We Live in Color. Now, this is about to be a jam-packed weekend, y'all, so I need y'all to get ready. But before we get to that, we have our Live in Color tribute. And who would y'all like to tribute today? Kenny Joe. Kenny Joe. Can you tell us a little bit more about Kenny Joe? Uh, well, Kenny Joe was actually part of Brother to Brother. He was very instrumental uh, at Pocane. He did a lot of outreach and education to community. Uh, and so, and was really just a living le- legend, right? He did a lot around the community, a uh, faithful men- member of Zion Church, right? Where he always did the flowers. Uh, and literally, po- he, he worked with Pocane, even though he wasn't employed with us at the end, uh, all the way up to his passing, right before he relocated back home he would do the flowers every year for our pride events and then show up and help us out and so uh really just a big shout out to him and his family and those that know him uh we love him and miss him so much i'm telling you our floral will never be the same never let alone he would always come he he knew i couldn't drive lord knows my car's in the shop right now so he <laughs> gave me opportunity to sit down but i really appreciate him and i usually do the um, the tributes and celebrate people who we've lost, but I think um, I would be wrong if I did not um, salute Pocan as an entirety. Thank you. Um, there was a boy who was 31 years old who walked here with five pairs of clothes, moving back home. Couldn't get resources because of my stat. Uh, couldn't didn't know the right place to look for because of my status. And I'm very thankful for the case managers that helped me along that way. But um, I say this, um, and not not just that, to Phyllis Little, to Donita, to Preston, to Luis, to Jose, to Olivet, to Autry, I would not be where I am if it wasn't for y'all. We love you. I love y'all too. And they didn't pay me to say that. I really mean that. (laughs) (laughs) They put it with a lot of stuff, but I appreciate the work that y'all, y'all invested in me that I've been able to give back to people. So tear, tear. Um, The next part, we're just going to go into these events. Let us know what's going on. We're about to get a popping this week. Yes. Yes. There's a little bit of everything. Yeah. So it starts tomorrow. Tomorrow is shoot your shot. Uh, We're bringing in uh, Lamont Scales from Atlanta. Well-known, uh, relationship coach. Uh, he's been on television on Love and Hip Hop and another number of shows really talking about um, how to better your relationships, whether there's business relationships, personal relationships, all of that. Don't so be side He just side-eyed me and said relationships is like, <laughs> like I'm the toxic one. I am not the toxic one, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all better blame him, all right? It's like, no yeah. yeah, so that's great. That's going to start tomorrow night at 8. It's going to be in the cut uh, in Des Moines. So please come out help us celebrate that's kind of kicking it off then we'll do our official opening uh reception will be friday it's going to be at the rainier arts uh center uh where we'll do an opening reception and then we're going to have a black vendors market that's going to be phenomenal those events starts at six and then we'll move directly into that we're doing a black drag show right so coach has done that in the city before it was really really well attended phenomenal event and so we asked him to reduplicate that and so he's doing that uh for us here at pacific northwest black pride and so uh and that will happen again at the rainier um, arts center and then saturday is our typical education day right so we start out saturday at noon uh, at the host hotel which is uh the embassy suites on what's the street 
Inner, inner urban inner avenue, urban, right? You know, it, it know, is because they, they say it's the Seattle. It's, he lives they in West Seattle, the, uh, y'all. You got to know inner urban avenue. You know the uh, the airport, right? So it's yeah, supposed right. to be the airport embassy suites. Okay. Uh, but I think that's so far from the airport. But neither here nor there. They've been great to us. This is our second year there, and so we'll be back there. We'll start at twelve with a host of workshops and workshops uh, from everything with aging, uh, aging LGBT and Black, right? Uh, to What's, can you explain a little bit more about? Yeah. That? So you know, what does it look like to age when you're LGBT and you're Black, right? So you know, so often what we see is. Uh, particularly in aging LGBT communities, they have to go back in the closet. Well, now you have a double closet, right? That, you know, I got to deal with being isolated from my family and from my community, as well as having to maybe go back into the closet. And so what does that look like? Uh, from a holistic standpoint too, right? Because your, your, your body starts to do different things and, you know, you have different issues, right? And so they're going to be talking about that. We have a great, great panel that's doing that with Dr. Uh, Renee McCoy and uh, Ali Messiah and I'll get to call the names. I'm going to forget folks. But yeah, a whole host oh, of folks. And, and real briefly, because <laughs> we said Aaliyah Messiah like three times up in here. But can you explain just a little bit more like on how essential <laughs> this yes, lady is yes. to uh, to all community? Yeah. Well, you know, Aaliyah Messiah has been with Pocan 32 or 33 of the 35 years it's been in existence. Uh, her sister was a founding member of the organization. Uh, she has really been an essential part of that. And not just a central part of Pocan, but really of Seattle, right? When you think about the last black bookstore in the Pacific Northwest, her and her partner ran that for a number of years. Uh, it's now a cultural, cultural center. Uh, and so uh, just really a staple. And we've all learned and grown, grown uh, from so much of her work and what she's been able to do, not only in community, uh, but also at Pocan as staff. So. Yeah. And so, you know, another, uh, like I said, a host of events. So we have, uh, we've talked about Eden's Garden a little bit. We always have Onyx, uh, the Seattle Onyx, which is a black kink group come out. They always do a sex positive workshop for us every year. This year they're doing the pleasure hole. The <laughs> what? The pleasure hole. I just wanted to hear it twice and I didn't say it. So I can't get it. Yeah. So it's going to be phenomenal. How do you play? How do you play safe? How do you you know, use safe words. How do you do all of that? And it'd be sex positive, right? Because we we're sexual beings, right? We, we can't hide from that. We need to own that. We need to own that with some power. And so they're going to help us do that. What day uh, is that one on? <laughs> that's Saturday. All right, all right. Saturday, See Saturday at the, at, the, uh, at the host hotel. I think they have another little section they're going to be in, but yeah. Uh, and then, you know, of course, uh, you know, reconciling your spirituality and your sexuality, it's always a very big topic. And so we have that going on. So yeah, a host of things. And then Saturday night, there are two parties. Okay. <laughs> so uh, there is the uh, the um, BlurredCon Ball, which is really, uh, we all, always host a ball from, or has have hosted a ball every year since we've started uh, with the ball community. And we bring them in and we let, you know, we give them the funds and we let them do their thing. Uh, this year, you just come dressed up as your favorite, I say black, superhero okay. character, right? <laughs> uh, right? And come walk the runway and see all of the great stuff that goes on at a ball. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, and then we're going to leave there and we're going to go to the lituation, right? Where's uh, where yeah, that one going to yeah. be at? So the lituation is in Kent. Kent, but you can go to the website and you can get the exact. I know that's right. You better pivot. You better pivot, Stephen. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna have a phenomenal time. We'll start. It starts at ten. It'll be ten until 
uh, and we're just going to have a good time. We're going to turn up great music. We have some great DJs. Uh, we even have some go-go dances and all that good stuff. And after learning some good stuff about how to be sex positive, yeah. we're going to go be sex positive. <laughs> right, right, right. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of which, and I think, it, uh, I think it's really important to talk about this as being Black queer community members with the monkeypox in our community. How important is it for us to be having the conversations about prevention? Yes, yes. Get 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 the vaccine. Find out where it is. You know, we, we we're working on some things. Can't say all of the stuff, yeah. but uh, if you're black and you show up at the park, you might just be able to get some stuff. So just you yeah. know, yeah, 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 right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so you know, it's really important that COVID nineteen get your you know get your boosters. Be safe. We're 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 really. Uh, emphasizing all of that messaging. We partnered with Spokane. Uh, Black Pride this year uh, has been lucky enough to pivot into its own 501c3 organization. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Yes, yes. Uh, so we have that status now, but we will always be in partnership with Spokane. And so Spokane is doing some phenomenal work around that. They did some COVID-19 education and outreach with some billboards and some flyers with folks that look like us because we know we got to know it's affecting our community uh, and trying to get that message out. And so uh, Pride is also doing that as well. Uh, uh, yeah, so you know, it'll be the SCI, SC testing all three days. We want them to get that. And then Sunday, somebody say Sunday. You need Sunday. You yeah. going to, I know he's going to say it. He's going to say church. He's going to say church all of it. <laughs> you got to be in the park. Uh, for our health and wellness festival in the park. We're going to start with church. Okay, yeah. amen. amen. Yeah, yeah, we're going to start with church. We're going to start with church. But we're going to move into uh, a variety of health and wellness things. Uh, there's some uh, great uh, things going on. Again, HIV, SCI testing. Uh, there'll be community booths that will be set up there. We have a little beer garden with a little beer and something else this year, which is a little different for us, uh, with some hookah. Come, come, have hookah. you a beer and have shout a hookah. Out, shout out to the hookah man, <laughs> right? Love you, BC, and, and uh, enjoy some great artists, right? So, um, yeah, it's gonna be phenomenal. The artists are they're, they're all coming, and, I, yeah. and I, it's a wide variety of them. And I have to really just shout out, um, the, the people on the back end, the whole staff for specific Northwest Pride. Um, I've just watched y'all all come together and put that together. So how important are they to this? They're phenomenal. Of course, you could not, we could not do it without our team. We could not do it without our, uh, each year we have uh, a volunteer community committee that comes in that meets on a regular right to help us do all of the back end work. And so we want to thank all of them, our planning team, our planning committee, and the staff of Pocane. Uh, we really could not have could not do this event without them. So we definitely want to thank them and give them a shout out. Absolutely. So uh, thank you for that. And now we do have some more events because I know I, I will be participating in Pride, but I can't forget about that backpack giveaway. So that backpack giveaway is Saturday, okay, at Garfield High School with the brother who put his feet on the couch, all right, with Trey Simmons. Um, we shall be out there. We will, um, our, my Build family will be out there. While Therapy will be out there. And it's really important, no different from the Restore program that Pocan has, it's really important to give back to the youth. So we'll be out there. I will be out there with the other Trey and um, the rest of other community members Saturday. And I want to really just thank you so much, you. you, Olivet and Autry, for taking the time out to come out here to let us know, hey, Black Lives, we black, we might be mother, other letters, but we are Black first. And it's really important for us to continue to be united, a united front in that. And I 
I want to also send appreciation to our our other communities from 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 the LGBTQIA community because I think we all have went through that spaces of learning and working at Pocan. Um, we have always been in the spaces of building. So I really want to thank y'all for being here. Thank you. And I love y'all. And um, I will see y'all. I ain't going to the relationship thing because I wasn't the, <laughs> I wasn't the toxic one. Say no. <laughs> but um, I'm going to try to go to um, some, the majority of the events and continue to share. And community members, if you are there, please share. If you're if you're on social media right now, please share. This is an event you don't want to miss. Yeah, please share. Volunteer. There's a volunteer page at uh, nwblackpride.org. Uh, we need tons of volunteers, again, to help us make this weekend go smooth. So thank you. Thank you so much. Now, next week, y'all, it's going down, all right? Because we're going to be in the space with Sierra and Moni Love from <clears throat> A Space Inside. They will come here and talk to about the joys of working working with community. And they are doing some unique things over there on 4th Avenue, and we're going to find that out. Um, I want to thank my guests today. I want to thank the wonderful production team who took the time out today to come. Oh, thank you always. Converge team, you have been watching We Live in Color with Deontay Damper. I'll see y'all next Wednesday. Thank you. produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.